If you own a smartwatch, Fitbit, or use mobile health apps on your smartphone to track and manage your health, you will have already integrated digital healthcare into your everyday life. But it doesn't just stop at wearable medical devices. Digital health has been transforming healthcare for over the last decade. Virtual reality tools are enabling patients to get treatment for chronic pain and everything from anxiety to autism to PTSD. Artificial intelligence is being used in everything from virtual health assistance, drug discovery, to precision medicine for cancer treatment. And that's just the tip of the iceberg in healthcare innovation. Post-COVID-19, we'll see digital health accelerated even further and at an exponential rate. As we race to find a vaccine, put preventative measures in place for the future, and see a revolution in telehealth, previously hardly used, but now essential as doctors use platforms like Zoom to speak to patients during the lockdown. The learnings over the last four months, along with the constantly evolving healthcare landscape, will prepare us and make us better equipped to deal with any healthcare crisis like COVID-19 in the future. Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of the Carus and Coulter podcast with myself, Mark Coulter, and my colleague Simon Curtis. 10 episodes in already, my friends, and our first proper milestone. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen to these episodes so far. And I hope there's been some valuable takeaways from these episodes. We've got some great guests lined up over the next month. However, if you would like to become a guest or submit a guest for a future episode, you can apply at www.carriscoulter.com forward slash podcast and click on Get Involved. This week's guests are from an award-winning digital agency of creative thinkers and technical experts, Motion Strand. Their aim being to help companies create digital experiences that resonate with their audience. In our first three-person interview, Simon talks with partner and CEO Stefan Jensen and Principal Chris Duncan about how healthcare delivery and interaction has changed as a result of the pandemic and how healthcare brands can sustain value for their customers as a result. So I'll hand this over to Simon to introduce Stefan and Chris. Enjoy. I'd like to welcome Chris Duncan and Stefan Jensen uh, with me this afternoon. They're part of the Motion Strand um, agency family. And uh, just to kind of give you a bit of background, Chris is a partner and principal of Motion Strand. He leads their healthcare strategy side of the business. In addition to Chris, we've got Stefan alongside us today as well, Stefan Jensen, who's the CEO of Motion Strand. Um, he works closely with the other senior uh, leadership team to help expand and direct the agency. So uh, just to give you a little bit of background about Motion Strand specifically, they're based in Southern California. They specialize in developing eloquent user experiences that connect brands to their audiences. They're a, sort of a family-focused team of experts. And obviously, uh, healthcare being a, uh, a particular focus and a strong point for them first things first obviously from an agency perspective 
Um, what are you seeing with regards to changes in healthcare delivery um, and interactions through your client work? A lot going on in the world right now and uh, with, the, with the pandemic and lockdowns and, uh, and, and so on and the impact on healthcare. So what kind of things are you seeing from your, your clients as a, as a response to this? Yeah, well, um, you know, things were definitely moving in, in the direction of, of just improved efficiencies with all the existing resources to, to address all of these challenges, right? And, and many of them existed before the pandemic. Many of them were highlighted and, and kind of became front and center as a result of the pandemic. You know, rep access, it's always been an issue, but became pretty much non-existent, right, because of this. So a lot has has changed, but it hasn't, right? It's been accelerated. It's been given a spotlight. So I think return on investment demands from leadership, you know, on patient engagement and, and much more are just going to continue to be critical areas um, that just are going to grow and grow in more importance because of just everything we're living through coming out of. And of course, technology has been playing a major role in our ability to improve uh, the marketer's ability to uh, not just do these things better, hopefully. Um, increasing their brand, but but validate the value of these efforts, right? So understanding not just what you're doing and, and hoping and knowing it's doing a good job, but how do you validate that, right? And coming up with those ways to measure ROI and track the success of, of things is going to continue to be important. A lot's happened in healthcare digitally over the past five or so years, at least, uh, even perhaps the last decade or so. And, and But has any of this changed dramatically as a result of the pandemic have you kind of seen significant changes in the last three months as opposed to as, as a result of what's happened well it's you know COVID 19s clearly been a watershed moment you know in the world not just in healthcare but in the, into the world and the way things will be done going forward it's it's still i think a lot of people are still reeling from the impact of it you know it's only been a few months um with everybody kind of working from home and stuff you know a lot of this has yet to be seen but for sure there's Things we've seen. I mean, the impact on healthcare marketing has been significant, and it's been significant on the delivery of medicine. You know, so those are two things that that always will be hand in hand, right? Uh, healthcare, depending on what side of the business we're in in the industry, and then the delivery of that medicine. You know, things that were already happening have been tremendously accelerated in their utilization. You know, things such as video conferencing, telemedicine, acceptance of telemedicine. And, and ways to implement that that have already been existing, but now they're light years ahead of where they would have been now otherwise. The uh, the head of Medicare and Medicaid just last week announced, you know, the extension of the coverage of telemedicine now. So telemedicine wasn't even really covered for in many ways for certain conditions or utilization purposes. But as a result of this, it's been widely reimbursed now. And, and the head of CMS is considering leaving it that way. So I think we're going to see things like that that have been put in place because of the way it is now. And beneficially, we've seen that they've, they've been done a good thing. It's a good good value. Let's leave it in place. Like Chris mentioned, acceleration for sure. We're seeing, we're seeing things go faster. We're seeing people dig in harder um, in many of the areas that we've been pioneering for about the last five years. You know, we've always kind of been pushing that. How do you get out of this manual workflow and, and start to create a digital user experience um, that you can really measure, you know, and, and all of that. And, you know, even one of the reports that we saw, all of us have probably seen, you know, this insane increase in screen time, um, you know, especially in the March and April timeframes when everyone's at home and everyone's remote and everyone's doing research and, 
and all of that. I mean, upwards of like 40, 50, 60% increase in, in screen time for a lot of our HCP audiences. So that, that contextual intersection is, is really more important than, than ever. Um, efficient digital experiences to help research, educate, you know, prescribe and maintain therapeutic compliance. Like it's, it's still one of the most important things at the end of the day is that you have, you're maximizing you know, persistent on drug compliance. Um, that's, that's what really matters to a lot of the brands. So we're seeing efforts be faster and we're seeing them be much more focused on sort of micro digital experiences along that value chain. Um, so everything that, that you mentioned, I would agree with wholeheartedly. I think obviously this, this next question dovetails into some of the points you just made there as well. Um, what advice would you give to uh, you know, healthcare brands with regard to capitalizing on these um, you know, pretty significant shifts for the future and uh, how can they sustain value to their customers? Yeah, boy, that's that's a that's a great point. I, you know, I came from the industry on the client side. I sat in this chair of the marketer and, and on the commercial side. Let me tell you, I, sometimes I wish I was still on the client side in this new era because there were a lot of things, you know, over the past you know few years that I would have loved to have been able to do. But whether it was upper management or just the inclination for that, the desire to try these things back then didn't resonate. Um, but boy, let me tell you now. I mean. Like I said, the opportunity uh, now is is not to be hesitant in thinking strategically and even then t- tactically as to how you know a marketer or or anybody in on the commercial side of the business can start leveraging whether it's new technologies, the coupled with the environment that that we're in now, um, to engage customers and, and and to hold on to them like never before because of all these tools that we have now and that that hopefully healthcare is really getting past a lot of the issues it's had in the past and, and not wanting to embrace these things. Yeah. And Simon, I'll tell you, we, uh, we worked for about three years to convince uh, Chris to uh, join the dark side of, of the agency <laughs> world. So we would miss him tremendously if he went back um, onto the client side. But I mean, the way that we joke around about this and, and we were also serious about it is that look at, look at how many brands and how many teams we can help, you know, from this vantage point. Um, we're mm-hmm. very lucky. We're very blessed to have been focused, you know, as specifically and as acutely as we have been over time. So, I mean, all joking aside, just like Chris said, there's no better time than the present for brands to reevaluate, you know, their digital user experience, their platforms, um, their integrations, um, their 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 partnerships with their internal teams, um, their external vendors. All of that, um, from our perspective, you know, humbly should be on the table um, for review and analysis. Just sort of one final question, um, specifically to the work that you're focusing on right now. How are you sort of aiming to help serve the needs of your clients during this pretty unsettling period that we find ourselves in? Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a great question for, for so many people um, today. And we, you know, we're lucky on our end, Simon, for, for Motion Strand. We, you know, in early March, we looked really critically at our 2020 strategy and we realize that it's super relevant for the time frame. A lot of the stuff that we've already talked about is really, you know, the inner workings and the mindsets where we come from. I mean, just this morning, we kicked off um, with a new client and their pain point is simply to organize a set of disparate systems and platforms to help commercial um, efficiency. They just want to improve that one specific point that touches so many things, you know, within the the brand and within the, or- the organization. So we really find ourselves at Motion Strand doubling down on the most effective expertise 
um, the products that we've de developed and deployed, the services um, that we have um, hyper-tuned for healthcare um, over the years um, that really move the needle, you know, for organizations, both internally and externally. That's one of the sweet spots we're seeing a little bit different today. It's not all about just marketing to an audience. It is how do how do you build more community around that marketing approach? Is it an external platform? Is it an internal platform? How do we really make all these systems work together so um, the brands can focus on on what they do best? So from from our perspective, um, that's where we've been concentrating. And the ideas that we have is to try to make this even easier for a lot of our existing clients and prospects. That everything from telehealth, digital sampling, a lot of the stuff we talked about last year. Um, during your conference here in San Diego, um, doc finders, you know, all of those types of things. We want to create out-of-the-box solutions for those. And that's what we're working really fast and furious on is we want to create ways for brands to break through those barriers, reposition themselves as needed. And we plan to build up a platform relevance that we can really focus on for the rest of 2020. And then we want to find ways to share this with, with the industry where people can take advantage of those. So even ways that we can create some free tools. So, you know, if stuff like this sounds of interest to a lot of the listeners, then this is the type of conversation that Chris and I really want to dig into. Oh. Wonderful. No, that's great and uh, very relevant. Thank you for joining us and we'll, uh, we'll speak with you very soon. Thank you. Thank you. That's episode number 10. Nearly finished, folks. A huge thank you to Stefan and Chris for being this week's guests. They're awesome guys and you can meet them this December at our own 2020 Biopharma eMarketing Summit in San Diego. More on that in a minute. If you're in the life sciences marketing space though and you're currently struggling with your marketing strategy, especially now, check out Motion Strand's website at www.motionstrand.com or reach out via Twitter at MotionStrand. These links, as well as research links from today's episode, can be found at our own podcast page, www.curtiscoulter.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to get each new episode delivered to your inbox each week. In the next episode of the Carson Coulter podcast, next week's special guest will be Bruce Mediza Day of patient activation company Grey Duck Health, and he'll be discussing with Simon the communication strategies and engagement strategies needed in dealing with long-term chronic disease management in the wake of the pandemic. So we'll see you next week. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe, and we'll. See you soon. Today's episode is brought to you by the 2020 Biopharma eMarketing Summit. We're delighted to announce our rescheduled summit is now taking place on December the 1st to the 3rd in San Diego. This one-of-a-kind TED-style digital marketing leadership summit for pharma and biotech marketers will give you multiple industry strategies on digital health disruption, pandemic strategy pivoting, big data segmentation, customer experience, brand marketing strategy, and much, much more. For more information, visit our Biopharma event page, www.com.
carisculture.com forward slash biopharma. And if you're interested in sponsoring a future podcast, please go to www.carisculture.com forward slash podcast for more information.